Hello, is it me you're looking for? Hey guys, uh, this is the Unofficial Expert Podcast. I'm Lionel Richie. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Sydney. And Lionel Richie. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Oh my goodness. Uh, this is going to be a great episode because we don't have a guest. Hey, you know why we don't have a guest though? Because we're experts at not properly booking the show. At all. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing today, today's a special episode because we're going to touch base. We're going to see what y'all think. We're going to tell you guys what we've been up to and mm-hmm. we're going to reminisce on some of the episodes that we've already recorded. Cool. I think this is brilliant, honestly. <laughs> I feel like we don't even ever really need to get a guest after this. I think people just want to hear us, you know. Well, no, they want us to have a guest because then we can roast them. Absolutely. We're good at making people feel bad. But feel good at the same time. Like, we roast them and they walk out like, wow, I really like those girls. Mm, somebody going to try to kill us <laughs> after a show. We hosted an Oscars viewing party on Sunday. You know, the day the Oscars was. Mm-hmm. And we had a friend come. Hey, Royce, I know you'd be listening and shading us and telling us that we sound tired on the podcast. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Mr. Wynn? And Royce, uh, a comedian, a friend of ours, came and he had the nerve. He, he decided. The audacity. He decided to. To show up head to toe in brown. Brown. Like UPS brown. I felt like he might have went to church that day and he just felt like coordinating with the, with the Lord. He had on a brown sweater with a brown undershirt. And then a brown shoe and a brown belt. Ooh, and, a, and a khaki, a brown khaki. It was brown on brown on brown. So we called him Charlie Brown. We called him Fifty Shades of Brown. Sydney called him Brown versus Board of Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, 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 Hey, Royce, we love you. Hey, Royce, we love roasting you. Brown, brown room. So we're going to touch base with our expertise this week. What were you expert in, Marie? I'm expert at trusting my gut. You know, just putting all of my faith in my intuition. Because we have... This innate sense in ourselves that, like, a red flag goes off, you know what I mean? Or a spidey sense, if you will. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When something happens and our brain is like, warning, 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 he gonna kill you and he ain't got no money. Like, something goes off in our minds that just warns us to go the other way. Yeah, I, my, my left nipple usually starts itching uh, when something bad is about to happen. you're not properly uh, scrubbing that or exfoliating. <laughs> that might be what that is. No, but I uh, I had somebody come to a show that I was performing at last week. It was a beautiful day. It was a warm, 69, climate-changed winter day. It felt, it felt a very summertime. It felt... I mean, was, white people had on sandals, and then people on the train across from them were also wearing bubble coats. So it was cold. It was warm, but people were like, it's still February. Mm-hmm. And this guy came to the show, and he was like, hey, let me drop you off at home. And I was like, no. It's nice outside. I'm going to just take the train. I'm going to go home the way I came here. And he was like, listen, I got a car to go. You know, one of these little tiny smart cars that you could rent. It looks like a golf cart with a cover. I see. And that's where you fuck up. Because if you're going to pick up the Marie Faustin, I just feel like we should have maybe a Lincoln Town car, maybe. (laughs) Not a zip car. Listen, he rolled up, not a zip car. There's not enough room for your hair and you and him in a zip car. Word, my my attitude don't fit in a smart car. (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't rent a Tesla for this? Mm -hmm. You rent a a Lambo with the door, the suicide door? You deserve a suicide door. I deserve a suicide door. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I rent, I got this car, I rented this car, I can drop you off. And I was like, no, it's fine. And he was like, all right, well, let me cancel it. And I watched him cancel it. And then we walked out together and he was like, for real, let me drop you off at home. I was like, we live different directions. Like, I live south and you live north. Mm -hmm. Why would you drop me off at my house? Because you are a queen. I mean, your whole set is about how you are 
the queen. So why wouldn't he want to drop you off? I feel like I'm also the queen of the now. <clears throat> and I'm also the queen of watching Law and Order SVU. I watch too much Lifetime. I watch the news. I watch horror movies. I'm not here. Oh, well, I'm not here for that horn. But I'm no. not here for uh, a white man, a European white man to drop me off at my house in Brooklyn when I'm telling him no. It was the way he was insisting was like you going you planning to kill me in the car. Yeah, but didn't he say I'll drop you off two blocks away? Yeah, he was like, "Listen." <laughs> he's like, I'll, "I'll drop you off two blocks away from your house." And I was like, "No, like it's not about me not wanting you to know where I live. You just too eager about this. You know what I mean? Like this is he was going this is what was going to happen. He was I was going to get in the car, he was going to hit me with a needle in my neck. I was going to pass out and then you was going to see my picture and my butt. And my boobs on like back page, or, <laughs> you know, under a bridge sucking a dick, yeah. like, <laughs> like on a yacht in, Yo, in Taken. You honestly, know what I, mean? I can't. And I feel like that's genius. So how do I make that happen? To me? Yeah. You don't. Because I'm not jumping. My brain was like, nah, nigga. Like I was like, I was like, it's nice out. He was too eager. You know what I mean? Like even when a dude likes you too much, likes me too much. I'd be like, no, it's probably something wrong with him. But I'm always looking for things. Like, I'm, I'm paranoid. Maybe my intuition is off sometimes. Like, I'll go to a dude's house. If he got too many books, I'd be like, ah, nah, 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 nah. this nerd gonna murder me with uh, an Edgar Allan Poe novel. Like, <laughs> Yo, I have an intuition, too, uh, because I was hooking up with this guy. Well, before we even hooked up, I went to his room. And I was like, man, the threat count is like uh, about one one fifty. So <laughs> he's not doing he's not doing well. And then on the side of his bed, he had a book of spells. A book of spells, like yeah, a Harry Potter book. Yeah, he's about to give me that Harry Potter dick, and hit me with a cauldron and put like pieces of my hair and put a, a spell on my vagina. Like it was nuts. I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have sex with him at all. But I did because he had coconut oil and uh, it was popping. What? Okay, so it was popping. What do you mean he had coconut oil? Like for like a body massage? Ah, uh, he's using that for lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, want to let the listeners know, coconut oil is a popping lubricant. I'm not here for a coconut oil lube. Never. Listen, y'all. I wouldn't lie to the kids. I mean, actually, you know what? It might be good. It might be good for your fallopian tubes. I have no idea. <laughs> Cervix might need to be, uh, you know, coconut oil down. It's great for the urethra. <laughs> Yo, you gotta go with your gut, even though Cindy didn't. I did. Sometimes, like, you know, we're giving this, whatever this ability is. Like, if you think your man cheating and he leaves his phone on the bed and you go through his phone... Go through it. Your gut is telling you to go through <laughs> that Samsung Galaxy. Because you're fucking crazy. You should probably not. I think you shouldn't go through phones. You've at all. never gone through somebody's phone. Oh, I definitely. Uh, actually, I didn't go through his phone. I was on his iPad, and he was getting text messages through the cloud. <laughs> and then I looked at the messages through the cloud, and I said, "This was God." Because why would the the iPad just so happen to be popping up messages? Who was messaging him? Some bitch in New Jersey, and she was like, "Are you on your way?" Oh, are you on your way? Did you ask him who she was? What that meant? She couldn't be that great. She was in New Jersey, so I was like, "You're already doing worse than me." So okay? what happened, Sydney? Walk us through the the scene. Mm, I called him. He was at work. Um, the messages were from, I guess, like a couple of days before that, and he's like, "Listen, we haven't really been talking. I feel like we haven't been connecting. I felt like." You don't really want to be with me. So, you know, I, I was like, let me talk to somebody else. I said, but you you need to end things with me before you start talking to somebody else. Because I was in your apartment using your iPad. And <laughs> so I'm, what you mean we haven't really been talking? If you're in his house and you're using his technology, his Apple products. Marie, you know you could be in somebody's place and just give them the side eye the whole time and act like, yeah, this is your place, but I'm going to disrespect for you. Be disrespectful. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, I've been there, done that for three years. But... <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Uh, he never owned. He he said he just was like he said I never I never about. went to New Jersey. What I look like going to New Jersey? I said yeah, but she asked if you were coming. You know, so you couldn't see none of his responses on the cloud. 
For some reason, the conversation cut off. He might. He probably got on a pay phone. He was like, "I think she's watching." He like, got on a burner phone. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> but no, like we ended up trying to work things out. We broke up anyway. But <clears throat> see, that's the thing. You got. You should have went with your gut from the beginning. Be, maybe you can't tell the difference between your intuition and your um, indigestion, but like I know you lactose intolerant, but you have to go with your gut. I was I was hanging out with this dude and he used to like racing, right? He would get in his car and just like he'd be like, oh, I think this dude next to me trying to race, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is not the Fast and the Furious. You are not Paul Walker. Moment of silence. Shut up. And <laughs> I was like, if I'm sitting in this car, I don't want you racing. I'm not here. Like, what do you win at the end of this race that you that no one else knows that you were having? And so one day he dropped me off at my mom's house and uh, he called me a couple hours later and was like, uh, I crashed my car. I was like, how? He was like, I thought this dude next to me wanted to race. And so I started racing and uh, I, I was like, Did he, I guess you lost. He was in an ambulance, crashed his, crashed his car, like flipped it, shattered all of his rims broke all of his tinted windows, just destroyed his car. But what about him? Hip's fine. He called me for Obviously, if he was calling you. Yeah, and then he was like, so you left the MetroCard at my house. Can I use that? Or (laughs) That's crazy that he thought to call you first. Well, he called me about the MetroCard probably. (laughs) Also, he had just left my house. I wouldn't call you. You wouldn't be the first call. I would call somebody else that I know. Who would you call? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. No, I'm going to need somebody who's going to be able to come through because if you had a show, you'd be like, well, uh, I got this show. I'm going to come after that. It's like, no, I need you to come now. Meet me at the hospital now. You're like, well, got to take the train. It's going to get about like three transfers to get there. Yes, Listen, if you want me to come to your rescue, you got to send me an Uber. Not an Uber (laughs) pool. You got to send me an Uber. Actually, we we stopping with the Uber. You got to send me a, a livery cab or a dollar van. You gotta send me a helicopter or something. Listen, don't listen to these people <laughs> who are talking about you need to delete Uber, delete Lyft. I'm not listening to anybody who takes the bus. Like you walk all the time. I'm not listening to you. I need my car. <laughs> I need a ride. Sydney, you're an expert at not listening to hashtags on social media because everyone was like, delete Uber. And you're like, mm-mm. You take the bus. You get this other app you get get or go or move. They're all the same. Move is a nigga Uber. They're they're all the same. They're all bad. Listen, everybody is taking money from the black people. It's it's bad. It is bad. But Sydney, you're not that bad of a person. No, kind of cool. What were you an expert at this week? What did you kill it in? Uh, Living at somebody else's house. Ooh, paint the picture for us. What happened, boo boo? Oh, you know, just uh, staying with a friend for a while, and uh, you know, it's not my place. So I'm making sure it's uh, somewhat clean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Washing, washing dishes, even though there's not that many dishes in the sink. It's one dish, one knife, two forks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> making sure I, you know, clean up after myself because that's not what I was really doing at my place. Well, what happened? Like, how did you get into the situation that you're in right now? Without getting into too much detail. Listen, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, as Marie Faustin. It's actually Oprah, uh, Lionel Richie, Faustin. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just right now, I'm just, uh, you know, t- taking a little break, staying at somebody else's house, just living the American dream. I'm on the Lower East Side right now, so I'm better than everybody. Well, you're also your body is also on the lower half of the apartment because you're sleeping <laughs> on the floor. So wow, are you, are you better? Wow, than... Marie, the people didn't know need to know all of that. Well, I'm an expert at being honest and blowing up spots. So <laughs> you're on the lower east side, which is nice. I mean, that's a cool neighborhood. Listen, I can wake up 30 minutes before I need to go where I need to go and be there on time. Yeah, with eye boogers and morning breath. <laughs> I'm going to be late, but my breath going to be minty fresh. Yeah, it's great. I mean, listen, sometimes you need to take little breaks from relationships to step back, to reevaluate things, and then, you know, get back in the game. Get back in the game. Listen, I'm all about a break. And for me, <laughs> if I tell you to go and you leave, it's we over, okay? Yeah. If I tell you to spread your wings... And fly, and and if you come back, it's meant to be. If you walk out the the door... Like, whoever made that, uh, what do you call it? 
that saying that analogy is like you know if you leave you do whatever and come back why would i want you to go out there think you can have a better life without me and then realize you can't and then come back to me no no one's ever done that to you no one's Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline ever been like i gotta go it's not me you it's me let me spread my wings and be an eagle or a flamingo and then they go out and then they come back because they got dumped Uh, i had a guy said it's not you it's me um you know he he went out and he just didn't come back (laughs) (laughs) so it was definitely he didn't come back he was like well you know she just understands me i'm like i don't speak stupid fluently i don't speak stupid neither i'm sorry that i can't understand your dumb ass i'm not sorry that i can't understand somebody being dumb listen if you want to do something stupid go do something stupid don't think you could then come back to my house and your key still won't work because i'm gonna take your key when you leave okay yeah your key and also i don't trust you like you probably went found some girl went raw dog Woo. I don't need no, I don't need no STDs all up and through my apartment. Well, I mean, if you're using coconut oil as lube, <laughs> you're just getting some real moisture. I probably already got some, so it don't matter. It's you got ye- you making pizzas down there? It's all of the all of the yeast. <laughs> you are awful. All of the least yeast. Okay, so this is um, where. How many months have we been doing this podcast? I don't know, like five or six since the summertime. So, what do we did we learn anything? I feel like we've had some really amazing guests, right? We've had. I really loved your cousin, the MTA expert. I mean, there were so many things about bus drivers that I didn't know. I mean, I still don't want to date one, but I really just respect them a little bit more. If you only have a forty-two minute like lunch break, like that's so specific. Cindy, do you get a lunch break at your job? Lunch break? break? Listen, I eat the whole time I'm there. Like, <laughs> I'm serving food. I'm eating the food that I'm serving. Like, it's, I'm, like, when I, I drop a few fries into my plate, and I'm like, ugh, you know, I don't think they would like those fries anyway. So, I eat off of other people. I'm just a mess. I don't, I don't think that I can ever go back to having a restaurant job. You shouldn't. It's the worst. I mean, people are so specific. They're like, yeah, I want a burger. I want three dashes of salt. Um, I want one <laughs> three piece of leaves. I want three pieces of leaves. Uh, of Three pieces of le- lettuce. And then I want the bun um, slightly toasted. It's like, bitch, go back there and make your own burger. Well, because only the, t- only the top bun toasted. I want the bottom bun to be chilled um, on a bed of cold kale leaves yeah but Sydney, you've worked at this place now for a couple of years what's the most memorable or the most unforgettable moment that you've had at your job at my job yeah because mm-hmm. i know that you're working on your one woman show yes called the death of a bottle girl yeah because i'm trying to get the hell out of there absolutely and i've been seeing you work on some of the stories yeah and I, I mean we don't have a date for it yet right it's gonna be in april yeah it's gonna May. be in april and I know it's going to be bomb diggity. What's the most memorable moment that you had at the job? Uh, the most memorable moment at my job was, I think this happened like maybe five years ago, but mm-hmm. I was like heavily into drinking and drugs. And this was at my peak where I just was like, oh, I, I feel like I could do whatever I wanted. Oh, you were feeling like a white woman. Oh, man. I felt like a white woman from Long Island. I felt like <laughs> I had a gazebo in the back of my ass. You couldn't tell me. In the me back of your ass. Fucking shit. <laughs> I would do the most reckless things that it's like, you should get fired. So eventually I started getting real comfortable mm-hmm. and just drinking a lot and also doing drugs. Okay. So this one time... I was serving this table and they had bought like some bottles mm-hmm. and the dude was like talking to me the whole night mm-hmm. and we were doing shots and then eventually he's like, yeah, you know, do you party? And I was like, yeah, the party's right here. We partying. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, nah, like do you party or whatever. I'm like, yeah, party. 
I wasn't gonna say because he could have had like uh he could have been recording me or whatnot. Right, I, right, right. I wasn't right. gonna say that. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do coke. Like I'm not gonna do that. So when people say do you party, that's code for do you do cocaine? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So um, so he passes me this limousine jar of uh of drugs. The hell is a limousine jar? It's a jar. It's like a little vial. Like. This is how I knew I was so far into doing drugs that he gave me a jar that kind of looked like a vial that you would put crack in, but crack wasn't in it. And I was like, I should have been like, it's time to walk away. It's time to go. It's time to Yo, I don't even know if anybody listening knows what a <laughs> vial of crack looks like. What's the difference between crack and cocaine? The rocks are chunky? Yes, like, it's, yeah, it's definitely a rocks. Okay. Rock. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. It's just crack that I bought from the block. Listen, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sydney, I'm surprised you're still alive. Oh, my God. So, you're gone too far. Uh, so, anyway. He asked you if you party, then throws a limousine full mm-hmm. of... And usually, if you got like a like a jar like that, like this person probably spent at least two hundred dollars, if not more, on the drugs. Okay, well, you said the vial. It was like this, the length of a finger. It was like the size of your hand. Um, it was like my pinky. Okay, so and that's this is a long. That's two hundred dollars. This is a long pinky. Yeah, it's a long pinky. So Sydney's pinky is the size of my uh, uh, middle finger. She got long shut hands. up! Shut up! So it's the ET finger. Phone uh, <laughs> <going> home. <laughs> so I'm. I had like. Four or five tables that night, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I've been working hard. It's time for me to take a break. <laughs> I told I told everybody, I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be back. So I go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then I look at it, and I'm like, you know what? He's so dumb. Why would he give me this? Like, he don't know me. I could just like fucking do anything with this. So what I did is I put half of the jar in a napkin, put <laughs> <laughs> half of it in, and then. I poured a little bit in the toilet. Why? Because I was like, fuck this dude. Like, why are you giving me drugs? You don't know who I am. What do you mean? But you were saving the drugs to do later. I was so wasted. that I. But I was so annoyed that I was like, oh, he's so privileged. He just thinks he can give me drugs and buy bottles and then tip me. Like, fuck him. Oh, so man. That's how wasted I was. Uh-huh. So then I pour some of it in the toilet and then I do the rest. <laughs> and I then do, the rest is in the napkin. Yeah. So then... I put I put the napkin in my bra, mm-hmm. and then I walk out, mm-hmm. and I pass him the jar, and then I walk. I do a lap. <laughs> I do a lap. I'm not giving and, him his empty. And listen, I was the lap was a Whitney Houston. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, will always love you. We just peaked. Ooh, that that was terrible. So I did that lap. And then I'm like avoiding the table, obviously, because I you was know you because done, no, done. because I was high. Mm-hmm. And so he finally waves me down, and he's like, uh, you know, uh, that's a, you know, what happened in there? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what happened? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, uh, all the drugs are gone. I'm like, what drugs? <laughs> <laughs> what drugs? Yeah, he's like, wait, what? Like, what? What do you mean? I just gave you some drugs. I was like, no, you did not. Ooh. And so then we get in kind of like a back and forth. I was like, I'm not arguing with a patron. I didn't do your drugs. Like that's how high I was. Uh huh. So then I'm turning my other tables. You know, doing my, doing me, taking shots, having a good time. And then my manager comes with him and pulls me to the side. He said, this man said that he gave you his drugs, and he said, he, you did them all. Hold on. Time out. Pause. Sidebar. Flag on the play. Objection. He was so white mm-hmm. that he was like, I'm a tail. I'm a snitch. I'm a tattle. Yep. On her manager, and I'm going to be like, she took my drugs. <laughs> That's how white you, like, really? Yeah. He was like, I'm going to admit that I'm doing drugs in this establishment, and they're going to give me my drugs back. <laughs> what, did they think, what did he think was going to happen? I don't know. I thought he thought I was going to get fired. But anyway, so my manager's like, yeah, this man says that you took his drugs. Mm-hmm. And I looked my manager dead in, my, dead in his face, and I said, I don't even do drugs. <laughs> and the guy, like, dropped his, his mouth, dropped. He's like, what? 
And I was like, I don't even do drugs. <laughs> I probably had a ring around my nose I was and everything. Say, you probably <laughs> had the whitest <laughs> nose. My eyes probably looked crazy. I had typewriter mouth and you everything. The, the jaw was going off the hinges. Yo, you couldn't tell me shit. So my manager <laughs> looks at me and then looks at him. He said, she says she doesn't do drugs. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the guy was like so flabbergasted that like my manager actually looked at him like she doesn't do drugs. So I don't know what to tell you. He said, maybe you should watch the tapes. He's like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll watch the tapes tonight. But for now, I, I don't know what to tell you about your drugs. And then he was like, sir. You really shouldn't be doing drugs. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Going up on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And then, so the guy obviously wants to close out. Wow, and I how put, much money had he spent? Oh, he spent about three grand. And I put 20% <laughs> on it. <laughs> Mind you, this place is no longer in business. Like, this... This place shut down. Yeah, because people were coming in there doing drugs. No, and no, 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 the staff no. was also doing drugs. No, no, no. It, it was shut down. Anyway, so my manager pulls me to the side. He's like, Sydney, I can't even do this again. Like, I can't do this. You told this you told me in front of this guy that you don't do drugs. That's a lie. I've seen you do coke. And then I looked <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked him back in his eyes. I was like, I don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I skipped off. I was like, bye. <laughs> and then I was like, man, I got a problem. But I got away with it. So I was like, wow. This You're is... like, do I have a problem? I was like, this is the whitest I think I've ever been in my entire life. Yo, that is crazy. I don't think I've ever felt that white. <laughs> I've never felt that white. Bitch, when I tell you, I... yo. The, I was like, man, this is some good coke because people are starting to believe my lies. <laughs> Yo, I've never felt that white. I did feel super black this weekend, though. Why? Because I was invited to do a show in the Hamptons, and I was like, ow, it's warm out. Diddy might be there in a white linen suit hanging next to Dale Don Dale, Mr. Worldwide. Mm -hmm. And so I get to the Hamptons, and they put us in a motel, right? They put us in a motel, and I get there, and it looks like the Bates Motel. I was like, I'm going to die tonight, because it was, like, facing the woods. Mm -hmm. So it was very Blair Witch Project, very you going to die at midnight, right? Mm -hmm. And the two other comedians were like, well, we drove in, so we going to drive home tonight. And I was like, well, I'm going to ride home with you guys. Like, there's no reason for me to be in the Hamptons sitting here with owls watching me and creepy white men in pickup trucks. But you could have had like a Mariah Carey always be my baby type situation, you know, swinging from a tire string, a, a tire. No, I'm not swinging from no tire. Tire swing, you know. No, because I wasn't out there with anybody that I know. And you know I can't swim. What tire swing am I swinging from in the Hamptons? I don't know. I felt like you could have like a jitney love affair. No. You should have made it work. No, I'm not trying to make it work. You I'm not. Samantha from Sex and You don't want to have like a Nantucket Nectars with uh, some vodka with, like, for, the, for the beige man? No, I don't want to drink nectar with a beige man. That's not the way that my life is set up in 2017 right now. <laughs> a Nantucket Nectars with some peach schnapps and some, no thanks. And some Prosecco? No thanks, Roxanne. So I get... <laughs> so these guys are like, we're going to drive uh, home tonight. It's like a two-hour drive. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I was like, fantastic. I get to the car. It's a Prius. I was like, is this one of them cars that you plug in? Because this looks like we're not going to make it back to Brooklyn. I get in the car anyway. The way a Prius is set up, it's one of them hybrid cars that you plug in. So the trunk is like super tiny because that's where like the charger is for the, the car butt, whatever. We driving down the street. We chit-chatting about things that black women and white dudes talk about, uh, video games. And we... Get to a certain point, halfway down Long Island, and the driver's like, oop, something's wrong with my car. Uh, I think I got a flat tire. And I was like, what? It's midnight. We pull over in the pitch black darkness of Long Island. And I was like, listen, I've seen all the scary movies. I've seen Amityville Horror. I've seen Jeepers Creepers. I've seen all the Saw movies. I also like three of them. There's too many of them. <laughs> I've seen Wrong Turn. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was like, I'm not getting out of this car. And Good move. Like, I'm glad you did that. They jumped out. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to stay in this car by myself. I get out. A cop car pulls up, comes around behind us. And I was like, oh, my God, it's like the beginning of Hidden Figures. 
I'm Janelle Monet. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what the hell? What words did you just say? I was yeah. like, Janelle Monet. This is like in the beginning of the movie. And they were like, stop talking. We don't speak black. <laughs> like, you speaking in Haitian? Whatever. What is you, you talking Haitian right now? The cop comes. He's like, I'm going to call a tow truck for you guys. He calls the tow truck and then he leaves. And I was like, wait, I thought you were supposed to protect and serve. Like, yeah. Shouldn't you stay in case somebody tries to kill First us? of all, there was a woman there. Like, you were there. That's enough reason for the cop to stay. No. The cop was like, she black. She going to die first in this movie. Ugh. He left, right? And the we get back in the car and the light, like a car pulls up behind us. The driver's like, that must be the tow truck. He jumps out. The car, the cop is like, get back in the car. Get your ass back in the car, right? Like, yelling at him to get back in the car. He gets back in. Both white dudes put their hands up. I immediately reach for my phone and start sending people my lo- my location, my coordinates. I, was I like, didn't uh, get one. You was at work. I was like longitude and latitude. I was like dropping pins for people to know where I was at. Stupid. Legit started live tweeting because I was like, if I die tonight, y'all going to say my name. Right? <laughs> they never found Natalie Holloway's body. They going to know exactly where I was tweeting from. And I turned all my locations on. And the, so you had like no data left. No, you was on. You there was no Wi-Fi. Like <laughs> I was like, I should just throw my panties out the window, covered in DNA. I oh just started throwing stuff out the car. <laughs> you started scratching yourself and like putting the DNA all over the car. I started scratching the white men's necks in front of me, and then just leaving just DNA shavings all over the back seat. Mm-hmm. I was like, they gonna find the body. <laughs> I was freaking out, and then the cop gets out of the car, and he was like, oh, you guys have a flat tire? Put your hands down, guys. The driver put his hands down because he dumb. The passenger was like, no, I'm leaving my hands up. I was like, oh, he must have some black friends. Yes, he does. <laughs> he, he knows some niggas. But I was sitting in the back seat just tweeting the entire time, like, y'all not going to kill me, and then act like I wasn't in this car. And then he was like, oh, a truck is coming? Bye. And he left us, too. And then we had to wait. Another 15 minutes in the dark until a tow truck came. And then the driver jumped out again. I was like, yo, you ready to die for reals? What was his name? His name was Dave. Oh, Dave would definitely do some dumb shit like that. He ain't got no sense. Dave just, he kept jumping out of the car. I'm like, that. you don't even know if that's the, our tow truck. That could be a monster truck coming to like flatten the car. I mean, mm. in which case you should jump out. But it was a Jamaican dude. I was like, oh my God, my people. I was super excited. And then it took... Two hours to change the tire. In the dark? Well, the, he he put the car on the tow truck and then drove it to, I don't know, the tow truck garage. Mm-hmm. And that was two hours away? No, just the whole process from when we got the flat tire to when we started driving again took two whole hours. I got home at four o'clock in the morning. Ugh, but you still got paid, though. I got paid before the show. Okay, you got your <laughs> coins. You I, got, I think you got extra coins. Yo, speaking of coins, we had uh, Amina. We had a frugal expert, a money-saving expert, and we learned a lot that episode, too. Yeah, I, I learned that I'm not moving my refrigerator and unplugging it so I can save money. Not, <laughs> that's not <laughs> happening. But other than that, I mean, she does a lot. Like, she goes on trips. She's going on another trip, like, coming up. I'm like, wow. you And he, she has a son. She so I'm like, it son. can be done, people. Yeah, but did, did you know before that episode that you could move your stove? Like, you could unplug your stove? Because I didn't. Listen, I don't even look at my stove, so I just figure, like, it turns on by itself. Like, I don't turn my stove on. <laughs> I'm not moving it. There's mad dust behind my stove. I'm not moving. There's probably food back there. I feel like I dropped a, a, a fresh bottle of Mrs. Dash. But there's some lorries back there. I just dropped a bunch of things. Actually, I feel like I might have uh, lost my social security card. I should look behind the refrigerator. How do you lose your social? Oh, you somebody's. <laughs> The scammers already got that card. Okay, let me tell the scammer. If y'all out there scammers, mm, your shit is going to get declined. Anything you try to open up in my name, yo, they're going to look at you and like they're going to ask lots of questions. They're going to be like, how did you, you get, get here? <laughs> <laughs> For real. There's, yeah, there's definitely no money. Somebody tried to take money on my account like in the summertime. They took $300 out. They went to a uh, Foot Locker. And I was just like, wait, what? Oh, that's some young kid. They went to the mall. They went to the Foot Locker in the mall. And my bank uh, alerted me immediately because they were like, 
you're spending $300 all at once. That doesn't sound like you. You do $300 in increments. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, That's Chase, how I do. Chase will text me immediately if more than $112 is trying to be spent at, the, at one time. They'd be like, uh, did you authorize $112? purchase? I'll be like, no chase. You know I didn't. <laughs> Amina was telling us about uh, meal preps and I just feel like, uh, you know, I, I should do that. I, don't you do that, Marie? Uh, uh, no. My mother sends me food sometimes. like meal prep. Like, that's how you weeks. save money. I mean, I save money that way. I also save money by, like, letting terrible people take me out on dates. I know, and I just uh, just tag along. I'll be like, um, so I'm here to accompany Marie on this date? Well, yeah, so. Sydney, Sydney's been out with me. We got to get food before. Remember that uh, that meal, that lovely meal we had a couple uh, weeks ago where the gentleman spent $70? Oh, yeah. <laughs> $70? And I was like, wow, this is real nice. I should just hang out with Marie all the time. All we were doing was eating soup. <laughs> $70 with the soup. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is beautiful. We're living the life. That was actually our white man expert. He did this show and was talking about, you know, horses and Connecticut and calling his mother Kathy. White people love calling their parents by their first names. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, Kathy is bold, you know? Yeah, you're bold too. Remember you called my mother by her first name on speakerphone and she was like, who that is? I didn't know that your mother was on speakerphone. Like no, that was You were phone. on speakerphone. I, I mean, I didn't know that I was on speakerphone and I didn't know your mother was right there. Listen, you got to assume that you're always on speakerphone. Which is super rude. <laughs> what? I'm the friend expert. I'm letting you know that you should never have your friend on speaker if you're around other people. You never know what they're going to say. Listen, I'm the mean expert, and you should just always assume that I'm doing something that's going to be a little bit mean and hurt your feelings. I think you should um, have taken some hints from our Southern hospitality expert, Alzo Slade. I just felt like he's (laughs) such a gentleman, and he knows how to treat people, and you should take all of the notes. I feel like Alzo got on the podcast and started roasting us immediately. Well, he roasted us because we we started we started up quick. Well, we did talk. We did start talking about his mama. Well, we well first we were talking about his uh his blouse that he had on. <laughs> he did have a very blousey shirt. <laughs> his on. collar that looked uh, like it'd been through something. <laughs> like, oh, has it gone through a couple washes, my man? <laughs> you didn't take that to the dry cleaner at all. <laughs> That's a synthetic fabric. Did you hand wash that? <laughs> <laughs> you know how sometimes you gotta lay things flat to dry, but yeah. sometimes you hang it and it starts to droop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what his blouse looked like. Uh, his his collar looked depressed. I mean, we've also had a fashion expert on, and she came on and was trying to tell us that a kitten heel was appropriate, and we know that's a damn lie. Oh, yeah, Carmen, she's... Carmen is amazing, but at the same time, she was like, don't make fun of Hillary Clinton's shoes or her pantsuits. I love... I'm like... Aww. I'm just the pantsuits. I'm here for a death row-flavored pantsuit. I mean, Hillary Clinton kitten heels were atrocious. Just throw on an Oxford. Throw on a lace-up flat shoe. Throw on a Tory Burch. You white, that's what y'all wear. The only reason why I had an issue with uh, Hillary Clinton with the pantsuits is like, why do you have to be an authority and have pants on? Why can't you wear a dress? Well, because sometimes when she got really, really hype at the debates, she wanted to drop down and get her eagle on. She wanted to shake a tail feather. Love. Chicken tail What is Murphy Lee doing these oh days? Oh my god, he's probably working at his local CVS. Mm-mm, he's working at a Foot Locker right now. Remember that Air Force One song? Oh my god, that was Nelly actually. Yeah, Just Murphy so Lee know. was on that song too, though. Mm. I mean, we don't know what Nelly's doing either. I feel like after Ashanti left him, I mean, I don't even know who left who, but. I mean, Nelly has a lot of jobs. He's doing well. He's just like our uh, multiple job expert, your cousin, Andrew. Yes. My cousin who's had 16 jobs in three years, that cousin. To be young again, man. I would I would have done more jobs in my younger age if I could. 
Really? Yeah, because it's just you get the experience. I mean, Andrew also did just come back from a three week trip to Japan. I had no idea that your cousin had coins like that. Like, oh, oh maybe he was saving money on like not spending enough fabric on his sweatpants. Ooh, them thin heather gray yes. house shorts that he threw on for the podcast. <laughs> house shorts. Listen, if you're listening to this and you think that you're an expert at something, you got to hit us up. But also make sure you come correct to the taping Mm -hmm. because we will clown your clothes, your hairline, your dirty fingernails, (laughs) and your yellow eyeballs. We will clown you so horrible. If you have jaundice, you just can't be on the podcast at all. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> I feel like there's a drug you could take to clear them eyes up. Really? For jaundice? I have no idea, girl. But we did have a drug expert on the podcast. We did. Christina Galston. She told us everything from like uh, weed to meth. And I was I was quite surprised about the meth. Were you surprised about the meth? Yeah, because I was like, meth with your dad, you just gone too far. That's just too much. I mean, but her dad is the Jewish one in her Right? The dad is the Jewish one? I, I don't know. She's Galston, yes. Her yes. dad is the Jewish one. Okay. She's Jewish and Puerto Rican. It makes sense that her white father was the one who she took. I don't know. I just feel like meth doesn't really pair with uh, Judaism. I really don't. Meth doesn't really pair well with the Judaism. Meth pairs well with a hillbilly. A trailer uh, park. With a redneck. With a Ritz cracker. Uh, and some <laughs> cheese whiz. Meth pairs well with a cousin that you kissed. Mm-hmm. It just... Mm-hmm. It's, like taste. When is this? Is this your cousin's saliva in my mouth? Yes, that's what meth pairs well with. But Sydney, I feel like while she was talking, you were nodding your head to all the drugs that she'd done because you had done a lot of them too. I mean, that was my old life. This is the new me. The old me, we just reminisce about it and laugh and be like, Sydney's <laughs> <laughs> still alive. It's crazy. Like that's that's how that's what I do. It is crazy though. Like you've lived like three or four lives in the same time that I've lived one ashy Haitian life. Mm -hmm. I mean, working in nightlife, Mm -hmm. you are exposed to everything like celebrities, Mm -hmm. money, Mm -hmm. rich dudes. Uh, You get to see white people on a daily basis in their regular habitat. It's just so real. (laughs) I see white people in their daily habitat all the time. I see them out my window now. Their new habitat seems to be Brooklyn. Yeah, but you get to see not only just white people, but like rich people. Like I met so many rich celebrities. It's like it's crazy. Like one time I was doing this um, private event, mm-hmm. and it was like the whole place was nothing but a list mm-hmm. legendary people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of legendary people be having like some clinger honors. So mm-hmm. I, I sometimes they look the same. So I have no idea who's who. Mm-hmm. I just. I was supposed to assume everybody was somebody, but you know me, I'm reckless. So there was this guy at this table, and he pulled out his straw from his drink, and he started doing a line of, I don't know what it was. Cocaine. Pro- who knows? I'm just, I'm assume it's cocaine, but I don't know. But he. What else do you snort, though? Uh there's ketamine. Oh, there's there's oxy. There's, there's, there's Adderall. Like people just do pe- people so rich and bored that they're like, let's just do everything underneath our kitchen cabinet. Like <laughs> let's do it. Ooh, let me snort some of this ammonia. Yeah, yes. let's do it. So he's sniffing, and I go up to him, and I was like, sir, you can't do that here. You can't do that. And then two people that was with him, they're like, oh, excuse me, that that stink. That's sting. That's sting. And I was like, I dream of rain. I was like, uh, who? <laughs> I see a bee. A bee stung him. Sting? <laughs> I don't know who Sting is. So Sting was sniffing Ajax through a soggy straw. <laughs> yes. And, <that laughs> and I was like, I don't care if he is Sting. I mean, first of all, can he get a dry straw? Like, you're, it's a wet straw at that. So whatever you're doing, you're losing most of the drugs. Like, what are you doing? So did you stop him or did he just keep doing these lines? Uh, He said, get your nigga ass out of here. And uh, He's like, somebody please move the help. Yeah, can somebody, uh, can you fetch me a bucket of water? (laughs) And I was like, you know what, see, this is why I I should be working here. He wanted to do the ice bucket challenge at your job. I can't believe Sting did that. Pretty much. I cannot believe the first time I saw somebody do cocaine in in my face, I had never seen it before except in movies. Mm-hmm. And it was I was in college, in my dorm room, and my roommate pulled out a little bag of cocaine. Oh my god! And she was like, 
She was like rubbing it on her gums. Oh my lord! And she's like, "Oh my god, this is so good." She was like, "Marie, you should taste this." Wait, what day was this? What day? What time? I feel like, like it was like a Wednesday. Wow, a Wednesday at like two o two. Ooh, your Meredith, your Meredith, Meredith. Her name was uh, Holly. Oh, Holly, because that is the basest name in the world. Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, "Marie, this is good. You should try some. Rub a little bit on your gums." I said, "Excuse me." Mind you, I had my retainer in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> your teeth were brand spanking new. Well, they still had the new teeth smell. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. She's like, just rub a little on your gums. It's so good. I was like, I will do no such thing. And the more she started talking about the cocaine, the like whiter and younger and more naive that I became. And she, <laughs> she eventually morphed into Suge Knight because I was like... I can't believe you, Holly. And she was like, put a little bit on your tongue, son. Like she oh just, my God. it was like, it was like freaky Friday. And <laughs> then she asked me if I had a straw and I was like, yes, it says, you know, me straws is you straws. <laughs> and she cut the straw. Oh up my and I, God. I watched her cut the straw up and I was like, oh, she's doing crafts, arts and crafts over there. And then she <laughs> made this line and she snorted the cocaine through my straw, and I was like, "Wow!" She's just gonna use your good straw you use for my, that. My good iced tea straws, and she snorted the line, and then she was like, "Did you want to try?" No, right? That's I was like, "No." So nuts. And then uh, after that, I'm here judging. Listen, after that, you got some nerve. After that, she started selling the cocaine out of our dorm room. Wow! And people would come through the window. Like they would, because we lived on the first floor, they would knock mm-hmm. on the window and they'd be like, I would open the window and they'd be like, hey, is Holly here? I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, well, she said that she has some stuff for me to pick up. And then this, these two dudes crawled into the window, knew exactly where her cocaine was. I was like, y'all going to leave some money? They were like, we already paid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> yo, I'm not an employee of Holly Hunter. So I was like, just take it and go. I'm so glad that I'm out of that life. Uh, I would have to thank relationships for that. You know, I've, I've, being in a, a new relationship made me clean my act up, maybe like stop drinking, stop doing drugs, being uh, super gay. You know, lesbians have that effect uh, on people. <laughs> lesbians help you get your life together? Yes. I mean, look at Robin Cloud. She was our lesbian expert. She was. I felt like she told us a lot about... Uh, the the lesbian world well actually it was just mainly about her and how uh what she do she had like she tried two guys one, twice she broke up with a girl yeah. and then had dick twice in the same summer mm-hmm. and then in the same breath told us she'd only ever been with one black woman and i was like but you black and you gay and you've had two dicks <laughs> and one black vagina. like how sway <laughs> Like, you gave Dick two shots and Black only, like, one opportunity. I mean, I get it, honestly. I do. And why do you, what do you mean you get it? Because you, you don't like dating Black women? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, you know what you want. You 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 have a taste. You have a preference. I mean, everybody no need, has a taste. There's no need to shame this woman. I mean, we shamed her on the podcast. We really did. We let her have it. And it then she was just... like, you're telling me you would never date a white person? And we were like, actually, my, my last. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My last dude was beige. My first woman was, oh no, my first, the first woman I kissed was black, but the first woman I was with was white. Have you ever done like an Asian woman? No. Or like a Filipino? No. A, a Latin? Mm, a Sofia uh, Portuguese. Vergara? Uh, Portuguese. Portuguese. That's, okay. But yeah, like, I mean, I feel like you like who you like, you know? You do like who you like, and I feel like I've liked everybody that we've had on the podcast. Me too. I really enjoyed everybody. We had uh, Donnell Rollins as our new dad expert. Oh my God, yeah, you made him eat baby food on the podcast. I did. I wanted to make sure that he could like tell the difference, and apparently bodega uh, baby food, you can't tell the difference between cab- carrots or peaches or apples or apples or bananas it's literally it's i don't know what kind of ingredients they put in there but it ain't real carrots i like i liked donnell rollins i like anybody who's like down to have a good time i like anybody who's gonna hang out with me and pay for my friends and my plus one i do that's what i like and i've been single for a minute 
I'm out here thriving though. Like some people don't get it. They're like they jump from relationship to relationship and they don't know how to be by themselves. Yeah, but or what about some people who are in relationships and then have open relationships with people like Karen Feehan? Oh, I loved Karen Feehan. I mean, the fact that she's still alive because I just don't see in her future dating two people at the same time and not one person wanting to kill her. Well, but it's not even that she's dating more than one person at a time. She also tells them. Yeah, she's very honest. She wants to be in an open relationship. You have to tell. You have to tell somebody. You can't have if it's it's not an open relationship if the other person doesn't know. That means you're cheating. Well, yes, that that is what that means. That means you cheating on somebody if you seeing somebody else behind their back, mm-hmm. or that means that the dick is trash. So, like, I mean, it's fair, all's fair in love and uh, war, right? I mean, not for me. Like, if I think that you looking at somebody for too long, because I'm a I'm not crazy, but I can be crazy. Yeah, you are though. Like, be honest. I can be crazy. Like, I mean, what's the craziest thing to, that you would do? That I have done, or that I would that do? you would do. I don't know. I feel like now, you know, I am of a particular age and it's not like, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, Marie, she's young. She's a young 19. <laughs> Let's just give her a slap on the wrist. No, I'm black. They're going to smack me in my face. No. And be like, uh, we're going to give her the minimum 30 year sentence. Listen, I watch, <laughs> I watch Orange is the New Black and it seems like a fun prison, but I don't want to be in jail for 30 years. Listen, I don't care what people say. Jail is never fun. Like, it's not going to be fun. I just watched uh, 13th. I haven't seen it because I know it's going to piss me off. It's such a good documentary. And they're just talking about how the 13th Amendment is pretty much made to set up black people to go to jail. Yep. And it's another form of slavery. Yes, it is. And I believe it. I definitely believe it. And, like, I watched it and I was like, ugh, all of this makes me... Angry. Angry and also like, wow, I can't believe I haven't gone to jail yet. I should have. <laughs> Some of the stories on here, like, I'm going to throw my, they're going to throw my ass in jail after this. No, no, no. Statues of limitation for cocaine is 12 days. <laughs> I mean, I know people who do cocaine and sleep and, and stay up all night and they mix prescription pills together and they also drink and they smoke cigarettes and blah, blah, blah. And then they think that they're better than you because they drive a Prius. You know what I mean? Like people be mad. A Prius? A Prius, Marie? Yeah. Just a little tiny like car that you could pick up that like if you get a flat tire, you don't have a spare tire in the trunk for like i just feel like you gotta live your life sydney i I mean you can't go too fast and too furious because you're gonna uh die i already have done that so i'm i've moved on you know this is a new life i'm trying to figure out what other job i can get uh i mean listening to andrew i was like "Mm, i don't want any of those jobs that he had i mean he worked at vim and he worked at a bakery. I yeah. And I don't. <laughs> I don't want to cook pies with my baby in a in a bakery. Yo, not. actually, the place where he worked is where I got your cake for your birthday with your picture on it. Really? Yeah. No way. <laughs> I hope he stole it. No, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't even hit him up about it. He was in Japan. John, our MTA expert, was like, "Yo, you got to go to Lord's Bakery where Andrew used to work." And I was like, ah. "Did you use his name?" No. I think they call they had attitudes. Like anybody who works in customer service has an attitude problem. I we need them. a customer service uh, expert. Do we, we have need... somebody who works in customer service? I don't know. We if hey, you listening and you know somebody who's just really bad at customer service, let's bring them in. I mean, preferably somebody West Indian, because those are the people <laughs> who are the worst. At, right? For or real. actually, you know what? We should get somebody who's concierge. We need a concierge because that they're in hospitality and they deal with people like they're one on one. They're making sure that they're making dinner re- reservation. They're getting their cabs. They're booking their trips. Like we need somebody who actually is good at their job. Listening to somebody be mean to customers is actually kind of rude. You know. I thought being rude to customers was what sometimes you need to be rude to people. You think? Yes. That's why our white girl expert was so great because she came out here and she was being unapologetically rich and white. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Greta. Greta was our uh, our our rich 
What was she? She Rich was just bitch. That, yeah. She came in and she was just like, I wake up, I walk my dog, I have my manicurist come paint my nails in my house. <laughs> uh, my mother almost killed my dad because he choked on a cheese doodle. Oh and my god! It was like, yo, white people are crazy. No, but it was really insightful because I was, you know, she said that, you know, her dad worked his ass off, and it's important because sometimes we think people just get money. Just for like being for breathing. I mean, some and, people do. Some people are born with silver spoons in their mouths. Look yeah. at Blue Ivy. She don't yes. have to work ever. Look okay, at Kevin Smith. No, but Beyonce and Jay have been working their ass off, asses off for yes, 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 years. Yes, 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 yes. But their children don't have to work. Okay, here's a better example. Here's Kim Kardashian. She put that <laughs> terrible sex tape out with her mother and the well, sex tape yeah, was did trash you say her mother well you know chris jenner the, released that messy ass video no i watched it it was so boring i fell asleep woke up fell asleep ray j was just body wasn't really on point dick game was strokes were shallow kim was just blowing kissy faces with her old face to the camera and now north and southwest whatever the baby's names are are just living I mean, Kanye West is their dad, so it's not like they live in, like, the best life in the world. But it was just, she basically didn't do anything to get where she got, and now she's doing better than everybody else, right? Yeah. <sighs> Kim Kardashian. I feel like uh, what's really important for me on this podcast, I want to find more experts on things that are like more outrageous. Mm -hmm. Like like a wingman. I really want a wingman expert. Because you need to be the Kobe to somebody's shack. Right? Mm, you need to you need to be the Kobe to somebody's shack? Yeah, that's a wingman. Okay, we need we do need a wingman. Absolutely. Or maybe is you gotta be somebody's shack to somebody's Kobe. I feel like that's I don't really is. know basketball that well. I don't know why you're talking about basketball. But what's like two like two players that work together that like help each other. Maybe with, you shouldn't do basketball. Maybe you should do somebody's Kelly to someone's Beyonce. Oh, or yeah, somebody's yeah. Uh, Kendall to somebody's Kylie. I don't know. I don't know which which one is the is the alley oop one, which one is the sidekick. Mm -hmm. Somebody's Batman and Robin. You know what I mean? Like that. Yes. Okay, that's better. It doesn't have to be basketball, especially since you don't you're not that gay. <laughs> Great. Stop being so fucking rude. Yeah, I want something like that. Uh, we also had a Brooklyn expert, mm -hmm. uh, Carrie Cottett. That was great. My brother came on as our white woman whisperer, remember? Mm -hmm. He came on and didn't know any of the white women that we showed him on his test. He didn't. He didn't at all. <laughs> it was, And I, it's so weird because you guys are like opposites. You're like similar but opposites. What do you mean? Well... Like, I'm nice and he's mean. He's a damn fool. He really is so crazy. He's like, really messy. He came in so confident about, like, he's like, yeah, I know how to talk to them. Yeah, I know how, how I'm going to get them. Yeah, and then <laughs> everything he was saying, I was like, that's a that's an L. <laughs> that's a fail. That's a no from me, That's dog. a no, 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 no. That's a no, 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 no. no. <laughs> and he was like, but it's really yes, 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 no, yes, yes. But it's no, no, no. And then we had uh, we had Carolina Teresa was our lady in the streets, freaking the sheets expert. Mm -hmm. Remember, she ran us through all of the public sex that she's had. Remember, she went to Africa? And she had sex on a tree or something? With a like, white man? Yeah. I'm like, you went to Africa and you couldn't even find somebody who looked like you? I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well, you know, switch it up. I mean, she was in a canoe. So, I mean, <sighs> I don't know no black people who get in canoes. <laughs> oh I wonder if it was a wooden canoe. I feel like, like it had canoe canoe? to be wood. You think it was like a plastic canoe? And then let's run through who, who else, some other honorable mentions. We had a, a shade throwing expert. Courtney K. Courtney K. And then we had a sex in public places expert, Paris. Yes. Ooh, he was messy. Sex in Ubers and backseats of cabs under bridges. I know that was crazy that he hooked up with the cab driver and then still gave him some money. Like, see, that, that is. I would never, you know, I mean, I've also had sex with people and then had to, you know, pay for my cab ride back home. But, you know, whatever. That's, that's just me. But I'm just saying, if I'm going to hook up with the taxi driver, I should at least get the free ride. 
I mean, technically, shouldn't you be getting two free rides? A. I should have unlimited rides. <laughs> it should be like an unlimited Metro card. I should get all of the swipes. All of the swipes. And then who else have we had? I feel our like we've hood, had... Our hood expert. Our Petey. hood expert. Right. We learned all about how to go to the beach in the hood. You got to have Tim's on. Mm-hmm. and Because you never know what you're going to step on when you get to that hood-ass beach. Yeah, and he said like how we can survive off of $5. He was like, plantains. You just got to get mad plantains. You got to get the Chinese food. You got to um, like get enough uh, boar's head. <laughs> meat. Slabs of meat. Yeah, we got to do that. I mean, this has been a fun pod- podcast so far. I feel like I'm always learning something. I mean, and- we learned about a dude who lives at home with his mom and oh, is unapologetically yeah. freeloading at his mama house. That was kind of crazy because it, it came... It became an intervention. I know. Like, Marie, you were really pressing him. And I was like, Marie, this is supposed to be light. This is light. No, Sydney, you can't let people just consistently lose. You got to help them win, especially if it's black men in America. You got to be like, yo, my man. Yo, my man. When you moving out your mother's house. And he was like, why would I leave? She cook. Why would he? I don't know. Sydney, you sound like you want to go back to your mom's house. No, Ramona wouldn't even allow that. First of all, Ramona is not cooking for me anymore. Like, I would have to... The whole point of going back to your parents' house, which you do frequently, is to get food. Home-cooked food. No, I haven't been going home because I be having shows. Um, so my sister, who's Oh, get that plug. Put them plugs in, Marie. You be busy. You out here busy. in the streets. You know, I'm out here. I'm on the road. Uh. <laughs> I know. That was a road gig. That sure was a road gig. That's where we got the flat tire. On the mm. road again. I feel like in my family, we don't say, I love you. We show love through food. And my mother loves her children, and she's a bomb-ass cook. So anytime someone goes home, she drops off. Like, my mother will just send me Tupperware full of food. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, that's how my mother's supposed to do it. Your mom hates you. She not cooking for you no more. Ramona loathes you. Loathe. <laughs> That's such a good word. I loathe. Because it actually sounds like a nice way of saying I love you, but it's just I hate you. Really? Loathe sounds loathe? like a love to you? Yeah. Loathe to me sounds I like. I loathe you. Loathe. No, loathe is like super hate. Extreme hatred for her. But you. you make it sound so like nice. Uh, maybe. Soothing. Of loose. That's because I have a good uh, raspy bronchitis, laryngitis voice. Ah, you got that I-Rise voice. I-Rise. Well, I feel like we've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we deserve a quiz. We obviously remember everybody that we've interviewed. Uh, we probably miss some people. We got some more people on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we don't have a location at the moment. Uh, <laughs> we're hopping around. Uh, yeah, we hopping around, but we at my house right now doing this. Welcome to my, my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording these. We're going to have so many more amazing episodes. We are going to maybe try to get uh, Joe Biden in here. Yeah, if we could get some celebrities and just like quiz them on all the ridiculous stuff they think they're expert in, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Bradley Cooper likes black people, so maybe he'll come hang out with us. Um, I feel like... Sasha, Malia, and the dog Bo are all out of the White House now, so maybe one of them can come between internships to talk to uh, us. That would be blessed. Also, I just want Angela Bassett to come here and talk about her arms. Oh, if, that can, yes. if that can happen, I mean, wow. I, I mean, I'll also take a Viola Davis. She's just, she's our dramatic mother. You know what I mean? She's our dramatic mom expert mm-hmm. because she just, everything she does is like, is a drama. Mm-hmm. She gave that Oscar speech and it was like, she's trying to win a Tony for this. She's trying to win another award. Yeah, they should get an award for the speeches that they do because I was like, damn, everything she was saying was boars on boars on boars. Boars. Hashtag boars. Her and Mahershala Ali, he should just be our expert on like sexy black men in suits who lick their lips too much. Mm-hmm. He was... That's me licking my lips. <laughs> You're so stupid. All right. Well, where are we leaving these people? We want them to subscribe. We want them to subscribe. Please comment. Like, subscribe, comment, rate us. Tell other people to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matter of fact, don't even tell the people to listen. Just grab their phone and and subscribe yes. on their phone. Or what you can do is. Find a place for us so we can stay forever. <laughs> Let you, us move in with you. Yeah, you got any of that? 
And also, come see us live. The unofficial expert is going to be live at the Wild Project. That's wild, like wild and crazy kids. Mm-hmm. Project, like them things that my father used to do for me. Wild Project <laughs> on Sunday, May 7th at 7 p.m. It's going to be lit. We're going to interview people in, on stage. We're, we're going to have, have comedians. We're going to have some of our favorite comedians who may or may not have done the podcast. And then we're going to pull somebody from the audience to do the podcast live on stage with us yes so come through so figure out what you're an expert in please think of that stuff now hit us up i mean people have been hitting me up on the um unofficial expert instagram Mm -hmm. and um, i'm in the dms looking and i'm like "Ooh, all we need is this place to uh record and then i can get these random people in here because if we don't know you you're not coming to marie's you absolutely not not. in my house i'm going with my intuition and i don't want your dirty ass on my craigslist couch she damn near (laughs) didn't want me in this bitch so (laughs) i was like cindy you coming with all the equipment she's like uh take your shoes and your jacket off and leave them outside (laughs) catch me outside how about that (laughs) all right as always follow us on uh the unofficial expert instagram page which is just unofficial expert mm-hmm. spelled exactly how it sounds yep if you don't know how to spell it then you probably shouldn't be listening to podcasts <laughs> i'm reezy r-e-e-e-z-y and this is just said uh n-y-c j-u-s-t-s-y-d n-y-c i thought your instagram was just said b-w you know, I really need to have more uh, cohesive, consistent, uh, consistent. You, you know, something with a C. I need to have one of those. I, I couldn't because somebody took uh, just said BW. BW, which is weird. Who, who are you? Who are That's you? Terrible. It's probably some dude named Justin, and his last name is Syndication. Oh, he just okay. likes the letters B W because <laughs> he likes black women. I don't know. I just made that up, but that's because I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Guys, stay smart. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.